Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. Due to the pandemic, we bring you one bad mother straight from our homes, including such interruptions as children, animal noises, and more. So let's all get a little closer while we have to be so far apart. And remember, we are doing a good job. This week on One Bad Mother, it's the very special 13th ever Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rants. Also, summer. Woo! (laughs) Hello? Hello? Hello, is anyone there? No. (laughs) Guys, buckle up, it's gonna be a weird one. Teresa has all of my love right now. You know, this whole sheltering in place, change up of routines, all of it. It is, it is not helpful. (laughs) It's not helpful. And so her focus right now is really on her family. And I just, we are all sending you a collective safe distance hug and Good job, and we really, really see you, Teresa. Also, it's Memorial Day, or was just Memorial Day. And how do we celebrate Memorial Day on One Bad Mother? Besides saying a huge thank you to all the people who have served in the military, all the different armed forces who serve now and have served in the past, we thank you very much. That said, it is time for us to kick off summer with the 13th ever Genius Fail Spectacular plus rants. Uh, summer, it's close. It's, in fact, uh, three days away for us. Uh, three days left of school spread out over two weeks, which I've never quite understood the point of that, but we're going to trickle it out, guys. Sheltering in place, I will cling to however many days I can, where there is a reason for a schedule. (laughs) And then comes the summer of going nowhere. I'm not looking forward to that. I mean, I don't even mean like, like, I don't get to go on a trip. That's fine. I'm fine not traveling with children. I just want to go to a museum or a park or the beach. Or, I don't know, a trail. A movie. A movie. Both of my children are at the age where I could take them both simultaneously to see a movie. Nope, none of that. That's never happening again. (laughs) Poor Hannah is like, she's just, I get to see Hannah during this recording. She's like my silent partner. She's basically right now my cats. This is how I talk to my cats. And now Hannah, Hannah is... All of my cats that I've ever had, and uh, she's with me right now. Before we get into this, I do want to say, again, even though this is a Genius Fail Spectacular, I do want to take a moment to just say thank you to all of our first responders and to all of the essential workers. We see you. We see that summer's coming. We see all that you're juggling. We see the impossibleness of returning to work and there not being childcare or school. It is really nuts. And thank you for 
all that you're doing. And for those of us that are still being told to shelter in place, thank you for doing so. And those of you who are out and about and wearing masks, we appreciate you too. With that said, let's settle in for something I really need, <laughs> which is to listen to you guys on the 13th ever Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rants. <laughs> Geniuses. Wow. Oh my god. Oh my god. I saw what you did. Oh my god. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, mom, are a genius. Oh my god, that's fucking genius. Geniuses, biz. <laughs> I'm just here by myself. About to listen. Actually, what this is like is when I am listening to the calls that you get. When I listen to all the calls from the hotline to like just listen. Sometimes I like to just listen to you guys. <laughs> Sometimes I can tell when just like the moon is just right and everybody's having a super shit day or everybody's killing it. So I'm going to share something I am doing that is genius or that I think is genius. And that is, I haven't left. (laughs) I just, I'm I'm still here. I don't think that's recognized enough when when we all just stick around and we really (laughs) would like to not be here. I mean, like even going out to get milk is stressful these days. Like that's not even, that's not even like, I'm going to take the trash out. Is like that the new thing you can say and then just keep wandering? I don't know, but I've stayed. So I'm doing a fucking great job. Let's listen to the type of job you guys are doing. I am calling with a genius. I am a single mom. And the kid's dad takes them every other weekend, which normally, perfect. During the pandemic, while we are all stuck at home, not so perfect. I have anxiety normally uh, with the state of the world and having my children with me 24-7. That anxiety is not easily managed, but I'm doing it. The genius is, this is their dad's weekend, and as soon as they left the house, I popped open a beer, and I am going to relax on the couch and ignore the piles of housework that I need to do, and I'm going to watch some shitty TV and drink my beer, and it's going to be amazing. I am doing a really great job. And so are you. Thanks for the podcast. Bye. Bravo. To me, this is the perfect way to start off the Genius Fail Spectacular. This, you clearly fall into the camp of, I'm still here. I didn't go anywhere. You're doing an amazing job. And I don't think there's anything more relaxing than shitty television. Way to take a moment for yourself when... All the voices tell you you should be doing more. You should, in fact, be doing less. Good job. Next. Okay. I think I have a genius. 
but it's kind of a sad genius. With it being quarantine and everybody's in the house, there is just an infamous number of spills that is happening because my one-year-old sees my seven-year-old drinking with either just like a straw and a regular cup or just a normal cup, so he doesn't want to fuck with his sippy cup. He wants how everybody else drinks. So there's just shit everywhere. There's spilling of milk, water, juice, whatever, everywhere. So the genius is is that I have just gotten out a bath towel in the morning, like one that you would wrap your body in, and that's just the towel of the day because I have to clean up so many fucking spills. But I'm not using up a ton of towels. I just have the designated one. So that's my genius. Y'all are doing a great job. Bye. I I think this is the next big green movement wave. I love this. I love <laughs> I also I also like that like as you're describing your older child and what they're drinking from, but I like I just keep waiting for you to say, you know, drinking like a person, like an adult, like a like a person drinks. You know, with a straw or cup where they pick it up and it just goes down their throat and it's really like normal. <laughs> That like toddlers just cannot do it. They, they, you can't drink like a person, little Timmy. I'm sorry. One day, maybe, but probably not since we're all learning from home now. Oh, well, I think you're doing a very good job. That is some free range teaching on how to use drinkware. You are doing a great job. Hey, one bad mother. This is a genius. Um, we are all home quarantining. Uh, I'm single mom with three kids ranging in age from 8 to 15. And today I was trying to think of something for them to do. And we also have like this huge extended family and all these great teachers who I've been trying to think of, you know, ways to stay in touch with all of them. And I decided to offer my kids a dollar for every card they wrote to either a teacher or a family member. And so my kids have been writing cards to teachers, to family members, and all I have to do is put a stamp on them. So I think I'm a genius because my kids are writing and they're thinking of others and they're learning about correspondence and our family members and teachers will be happy to get these letters. And it's not costing me very much financially and nothing at all mentally. So anyway, I hope you enjoy this and I also want to tell you you're doing a great job. Thank you. Bye. My God, you know, I am always team pay you for your services that you should be doing without being paid for your services. (laughs) I love this idea. I think this is genius. I think you're doing an amazing job. And you are right. I guarantee you all the people receiving those cards that really means something to them. Oh, wow. I love that. I love it so much. I'm already, I wish I hadn't already shelled out all my loose change to my kids for more meaningless tasks that I've been that I've been giving them. Oh well. Hi, Biz and Teresa. I'm a longtime listener, first time caller for any genius. Um, and I just need geniuses in this coronavirus time. So we try to get our kids just an inexpensive basketball hoop because we're trying to find more things for them to do outside because we live in a state that we don't have that many months of nice weather. And every bike in this city and basketball hoop that is somewhat affordable for most of America 
are sold out. And so one day we were taking a walk around our amazing neighborhood, and there was a house for sale, and there was a portable basketball system sitting in their driveway. And I said to my husband, we should call a realtor and see if they'd be willing to sell that. And we called, and they called right back, and we were able to get this great basketball hoop system for $125, which we wouldn't be able to find anything else like that in a store for anything close to that. So in the midst of all the stress and depression and everything that goes on in our household um, with young children, it was a huge genius, and I take full credit for it because I'm the one that saw it, (laughs) and I'm the one that said we should try and get that. So I'll take any genius I can get because there are fails upon fails and many breakdowns. So thank you so much for being here, and you're all doing a great job. And for one moment, so was I. Yeah, you are. You need to go outside every time you are not feeling like a genius and just stare up at the shrine to your geniusness. That is the basketball hoop. That is so smart. I am like... Like, that's like apocalypse team smart, in my opinion, right? Like, look at what's around you. Use your resources. Call it out. I love this. This made me, like, yell out loud when I was listening to call. Whoa, that's so good. You are doing a good job. Two points. That's what you got. Two points. (laughs) Hi, I'm calling with a genius. I was interrupted while toasting a bagel in the oven by a silly seven-month-old that woke up from her nap early, and of course, it got burnt, and so my breakfast was ruined. Um, I thought about just eating it like I normally would, all black and crunchy, but instead... I am going to make myself a new bagel. I have other bagels. I'm going to toast another one. And that's going to be my treat today is to not have a gross breakfast. And I'll throw the old one out for the birds so it won't be wasteful. You're all doing a great job. Bye. God, I love you so much. Today, a bagel. Tomorrow, Treating yourself like a human being forever. I just like, what is wrong with us? <laughs> I just like, what? I know that bagel. I know what you're talking about. It's either the cold, shitty cup of coffee that you didn't get to, or the cold oatmeal, or the soggy cereal, or the burnt this, the fried that, the yours fell on the floor. Everybody reaches in and eats yours. Whatever it is, like, yes, you get to have <laughs> Another bagel. Maybe that'll be a t-shirt. Yeah, you can have a new bagel. (laughs) Hey, guys. I am calling with a genius. Um, It is super nice outside today. Of course, my kids did not want to go outside, um, but I really, really did. And so I thought of something that would get them to go outside. I asked them if they wanted to do another Easter egg hunt um, because we still have Easter eggs left over from Easter, which was last weekend. Um, and as they've been eating the candy, we have empty ones. So I took a bag of empty ones, um, and I only put seven of them in there, and I put a mini marshmallow in each of them, 
And we went outside in this big field by our house where there was nobody, so we maintained social distancing. And I told them to close their eyes, and I hid them really far away from each other. And they had to run around and find them, and they had so much fun, and they ran a ton. And I got to be outside, and when they found them, they had fun eating the marshmallows, and they closed them up, and they wanted me to hide them again. So I hid them like five times. And they got exercise. I got sunshine. And I even turned into like a math thing because we had seven eggs. And whenever they would find one, I'd say, what's seven minus one? And they got super into it. And it was awesome. So Easter eggs for the win. Um, Thanks so much for your show. I really appreciate it. You guys are doing a great job. Bye. Madam, I look forward to your mom blog. (laughs) That is is gold. You did such a good job. I just, I'm with you. Anytime I can be outside with my children while they are having a nice time and it doesn't really require me to do anything other than just enjoy like them having fun, that is a win. You just lay, leveled up by adding a little math twist in there. Also, tiny marshmallows, those things aren't going to make all your teeth fall out. That's good. No guilt. This is a no guilt day. You have nailed it, madam. This is awesome. And if you need me, I'll be going into the garage to get out the Easter eggs. (laughs) Hey, one bad mothers. I'm calling with a genius. It's funny because I've over the years, I've been on your show three times for fails. So I'm really hoping for a genius this time. Um, so during this quarantine fun times, my three boys a few weeks ago discovered the wonder that is Starbucks hot chocolate. And now every single time we go out, they're like, we got to go get our hot chocolate from Starbucks. And, you know, that's like 15 bucks between the three of them. So I just... Saved the, I almost threw them out, and I was like, oh, my God, I can wash these cups, save the lids, make them hot chocolate at home, and it'll still feel like a special treat because it's in Starbucks cups, you know, because that's what makes it special. Anyways, you're doing a great job. Love you. I love this so much. I'm also ready to hear someone take it even further and, like, hide homemade hot chocolate in Starbucks cups in their front of their car and then go through the Starbucks line and like distract, distract, distract and then just like pass them back as if you just got them. Like that's, see, to me, that's the only way this would work, which is why I'm constantly crying because that's silly. Just hand them the damn cup. You're doing a great job. I love this. This is. Just, I think this is a whole episode on greener living <laughs> while sheltering in place. <laughs> Hi, one bad mother. I'm calling in with a genius. I am relaxing in a bubble bath because even though nights lately have been terrible with my three-year-old because she doesn't want me to leave, one night I suddenly said, hey, I'm going to set the timer on my phone to six minutes. And when that alarm goes off, I'm going to go. And she said, okay. And now that's what we do. And I stay in there and I keep her company for six minutes. 
And then when that time is over, I want to give her a hug and a kiss. And I leave. And for some reason, that works. And I don't know why. And I don't really care. Because I'm relaxing with a glass of wine in the bath. So, I'm a genius. You guys are great. Thank you so much for the show. And uh, you're all doing a great job. Bye. <laughs> I love this so much. I, You're right. I don't know why that worked. I have no idea why. I think it's because you're a witch. You are doing an amazing job. Okay. I think this is a genius, to be honest. Some people might consider this a fail because it means I gave up my principles. But I think it's a genius because I think right now we got to give up our principles and do what's going to work. So I just spent my Saturday morning going for an over one-hour walk away from my family, which I badly needed to do, to go to our local small business toy store. It's really not that local. It's a one-hour walk away. And I bought $100 worth of super soakers. I hate gunplay. I said I would never, never let my kid have a toy gun. I bought three. One of them is a zombie attack. Super soaker. I don't care. We're going to run around and shoot each other with water. And it's going to be so great. And I'm so happy I did it. And it's a genius. You're all doing a great job. Bye. Yes. I like that one even had zombies. You are right. It is fun. And technically it's a super soaker. Uh, not a gun. So super soaker is shaped like a gun. If it makes you feel any better or just you want some camaraderie, Stefan ordered a bunch of super soakers, four super soakers, uh, and we've had them hidden in the house for a while. And then on Sunday, he filled them all up with water and hid them in the backyard. And then he said, everybody come outside to the front yard. And he said <laughs> to the kids and to me, I have hidden Four super soakers in the backyard. When I say go, everyone has to run and find the super soaker. Whatever you get is the one that you get. And and then it all begins, right? It was like very like Hunger Games. Like he was like, go. We were like, ah, I'm ready. It was, it was a delight, guys. Good job with your super soaker. Good job. All right. Let's wrap up on one last genius call. Hi, I am calling with a genius moment. And um, I'm here sheltered in place with my three-year-old and my one-year-old. And that's not super relevant except for that this is kind of a lame genius. And I guess that's the bar now. But my one-year-old was trying to touch the printer in a room that I have recently sort of child-proofed uh, for the kids. Uh, obviously not childproof enough because there's a printer in it, <laughs> but um, he was mad at me for not letting him touch the printer, um, and so I put a plastic stingray on my head, and that distracted him enough that he stopped crying for a minute. But, of course, he's crying again now because, hey, it's the pandemic, so why not? Um, but anyway, I felt like a genius, and who cares about me putting a plastic stingray on my head except for you guys? So thank you for taking my call, and um, thank you for telling me I'm doing a great job. I am. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> we do care. We care so much that you put a plastic stingray on your head 
in a moment of like, I, I know that moment. I don't want to say it's like a moment of panic. It's just like this like weird moment where you're like, I'm about to freak the fuck out. Oh, weird on my head. <laughs> it's weird. It's on my head. Yes, the bar is lower. Yes, children are crying because pandemic. Also, another, <laughs> another great t-shirt idea. Yes, crying because of pandemic. You are doing an incredible job. All of you are doing an incredible job. And I am pleased to say there are more genius calls on the hotlines these days than there are fails. But there are way more rants. (laughs) But hey, because pandemic, we'll be back with failures. Supported in part by Storytime Chess. I love chess, and I'd like to imagine I'm great at chess. <laughs> I'm certainly better than my children, but I'm not so good at teaching my children. In comes Storytime Chess. Storytime Chess at Home. It's a teach it yourself digital lesson book that uses fun, engaging stories with interesting, diverse characters to make chess super accessible for kids as young as three. It's taught in schools around the world, and now, for the first time ever, anyone can use it at home, even if you don't know how to play. Now, this is very important to me. Yes, I can access lessons online, but I get to teach my kids on a real board. They never even have to see a screen except to check out the final illustrations, which also comes in a booklet. (laughs) So, for a limited time, One Bad Mother listeners can get 30% off their first monthly or annual payment by entering the code BADMOTHER at home.storytimechess.com. Make the right move. Head to home.storytimechess.com today and enter coupon code BADMOTHER at checkout. And we're back for the 13th ever Genius Fail Spectacular Plus Rants. Failures. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail myself, me. You know, nothing really puts the spotlight on a failure than saying it to yourself out loud into a microphone in your bedroom because pandemic. This one, this is like the classic it was a classic biz fail, guys. Uh, this was just a couple of days ago. I was making cappuccinos. You know, as, as you know, I enjoy making the cappuccino. Ever since Ellis, I was like, I'm having a machine in this house. And it's, but it's old. So there's lots of, like, I got to grind beans, which is fine. But I also have a frother because the frother thing, like, flew out. I have lots of different things happening at once. And at one point, I had the ground beans for the first espresso, and then I had to grind more beans. So I put the uh, shuffle over here, get the beans, shuffle back over, put them in there. And like, I'm also talking to the family, and I hear the grinder go off, and I look down, and I pick up the thing that holds the grounds, and there's nothing in it. 
And then I'm like, wait a second, I just picked this up from in front of me. I am not a grinder. And then I look over to the grinder. <laughs> just, just like ground beans. There's just, there's just got to be grounds everywhere. Just every. And when I, now here, this shows you marriage. I was like, ah, oh, God damn it. And Stephen goes, did you just pour water? In the, <laughs> did you just put water in the grinder again? Again. I was like, nope, nope. I didn't put water in the grinder this time. I just, I just can't, I just didn't do it right. I just didn't do it right. And then I just used those grounds to make his espresso. <laughs> I can't do anything with steps. <laughs> All right. Let's make me feel better by settling in and listening to your fails. Uh, hello, this is a fail from a couple weeks ago. Uh, so I am a 14-month-old, and uh, the deal I have with my wife is that normally, uh, most mornings, I will wake up with the kid when she wakes up, and I will watch her for about two or three hours, and then she'll go down for her nap, and then my wife gets to sleep in. Uh, and usually the kid sleeps through the night, but occasionally she doesn't. So, you know, maybe, you know, once every couple weeks, uh, maybe a couple nights in a row, if she gets up in the middle of the night, my wife usually deals with that. So a couple weeks ago, uh, this one night where around 4 a.m., kid wakes up and my wife just starts crying. And I'm like, it's okay, I'll get this, that's fine. And so I go over and I'm feeling pretty good. And I don't know what the, the middle of the night routine is, if there even is one. But, you know, we sing a few lullabies. I'm shushing her. I'm getting her back down. Things are great. And she's almost asleep. And I start backing away slowly from the crib. She seems like she's down. And I just step on a sheet of bubble wrap. Um, she was playing with it earlier that day and we just never cleaned it up. And so uh, she woke up, my wife woke up, everyone was kind of panicked, and took another 45 minutes to get her down. Uh, thanks. Uh, love the show. You guys are doing a great job, and keep it up. Oh, I I love, love this. This, if, if this doesn't get stolen and put in a sitcom on some show sometime soon, I will be disappointed in the work we are all doing. That is... Next level. You, that is, I, you are doing a horrible job trying to take care of your partner and your child. And how dare you try and protect objects with bubble wrap. Tisk, tisk. Uh, I'm calling with a fail. And it's a fail that will keep on giving for a long time to come. My five-year-old daughter hates getting her hair washed, which, haha, karma, I get it, universe. That was me as a child. I get it. It's not funny. So, yeah. Uh, she hates it. And so tonight she was crying and fighting and fighting and fighting. And finally, with tears in her eyes, she asked, but why do we have to wash our hair? And I said the first thing that came to mind, and it's not even true, I said, because you can get bugs in your hair if it's not clean. Okay. I had lice when I was younger, and I know that that's not true, and I know it's triggering, and I absolutely hate that assumption and stereotype. I don't know where it came from, but my daughter is terrified. More than getting her hair washed, she's terrified of bugs. So she immediately went, and we washed her hair. That didn't stop all the questions. Um, she then proceeded during her bath, after her bath, for 
to two hours before her bed, her bedtime, she asks every question, how do I get bugs in my hair? What are the bugs called? Where do they come from? Can we get them out? Are there any in there now? Do you have them? Just constant. So this was a fail turned genius because we did wash her hair, turned epic fail for uh, this is going to be awful. Anyway, love the show. Bye. Oh, man. So many fails in there. The panic answer. Those are always good. Panic answers, always good. That's always us in our most rational state saying the most reasonable, sane, fact-based things to our children. So, you know, yeah. Panic answering, never good. Usually, never true. And uh, never rational. So, yeah. Good. That's bad. Also... I really liked how you were like, it's not funny that she doesn't let you <laughs> wash her hair. You are right. I know exactly what you mean. Ellis does not like water on his head. He doesn't have his hair washed a lot. But it's not fucking funny. I want that kid to have his hair washed all the time. I Like once a week even, I would be happy. So 100%, I totally understand it. And oh yeah, five-year-olds are full of questions. I am so, so Sorry. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Just going to warn everybody that the next fail is definitely a poop-related fail. Poop-related fail. You've been warned. Hello. This is a fail. Um, my 13-month-old has just started to go hide places, seek out privacy to poop. He goes in the playhouse or he goes upstairs to his big sister's room. Um, and today he was uh, struggling to eat at dinner time, um, saying he was all done, kind of you know, throwing the food. Um, and since he had only had one nap, I figured he was just tired and getting ready for bed and not wanting to eat. So I took him out. And uh, he started walking toward the stairs and climbing the stairs. And I thought, okay, yeah, he wants a bath. He wants bed. He's indicated this like this before. Um, and I took him up and put him in the bathtub. Um, apparently, he had been going up there and not wanting to be in his high chair because he had to poop. And he wanted to go into his sister's room for privacy. But instead, he was put in the bath. Meanwhile, I had brought my dinner upstairs because he was so rough at dinner that I didn't get to eat anything. So I'm sitting on the closed toilet eating my chicken and rice while he's in the tub. And he starts looking to me for food. So I figured, oh, he is hungry. So I gave him a few pieces of chicken. Then a couple minutes later, I pick him up uh, and notice that there's poop logs floating behind him in the tub. So I immediately take him out. And he spits something out into my hand. And I thought it was chicken. I thought he spit out chicken. It was not chicken. It was poop. My son ate his poop because he saw it floating and thought it was chicken since I was feeding him chicken in the tub. So I failed by not letting him just go have privacy and poop and putting him in the bathtub when he had to poop. And then I failed by feeding him in the tubs that he thought that things in the tub are okay to eat. And my 13-month-old ate poop today in the tub. I am doing a terrible job. And you guys are all doing an amazing job. Bye. I'm not going to spend too much time on this one. Except, 
except to say, you are not the first my child ate poop call that we've shared on a genius fail spectacular plus rants. In fact, it's not even what some might consider the worst thing that has been spit out of a child's mouth that we have played on this show. So consider yourself part of a storied group of individuals who have been in the same room at the same time that their child ate poop. You are doing actually a very good job, if not a gross job. <laughs> Hi, Teresa and Biz. I was calling for a fail moment. Um, at the beginning of the pandemic, Pinterest uh, suggested I do a ring stick, and I thought that sounded like a really good idea to relieve some stress. So the first option was to do it with foil inside, but I found a really nice wrapping paper tube, so I decided to make it with nails. So I made it by myself because my child's really young, and I covered it with uh, construction paper, and he really enjoyed it. And a week or so later, he was playing with it, and it had turned horizontal, and he stepped on it, and luckily I was with him and realized there was nails inside and pushed him out of the way. He starts screaming because his mom just pushed him. And after consoling him for a while, I realized there's a little blood coming from his foot because I put nails in one of his toys. So that was my fell. Fortunately, he has vaccine, so he didn't get tetanus, and his foot is okay. But don't try to make stuff from Pinterest. Thank you. Have a good day. <laughs> yes. Yes, the real takeaway here is do not trust Pinterest. That is the true enemy right there. Okay. <laughs> I love you. I love that Pinterest was like, you should make a rain stick. And uh, let me just say from experience, oil's not a good option either if it's not sealed really, really, really well. Nails, that's a big jump. That's a big jump, but the, everybody else can be forewarned. Uh, beans also work <laughs> less, less threatening than nails. You, you are doing a horrible job trying to make something relaxing for yourself and your child. How dare you try to relax? Hello. This is a fail, as it is painfully obvious by the sound of a uh, whiny toddler in the back seat. You'd think I would have learned by now. And the crime that you're hearing is him yelling for police cars because we started to hit some traffic and I thought that I would assuage um, the frustration by saying, hey, hey, baby, you know what we're going to see up there is we're going to see some police cars. He's in a big um, vehicle stage at the moment. Um, little did I know that these were just follow cars. They have now pulled off the highway, they are gone, um, and traffic has picked back up and, you know, is clearing up, and that's that's great theoretically, but now I have, uh, Mommy has over-promised and under-delivered, so uh, I guess we'll see how long the fixation lingers. 
So, okay. Good job, Mom. Bye-bye. Wow. Why not promise him the moon? Why don't you? Promising him police cars? How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> so, there really is nothing worse than being like, guess what? This is a thing. Let's, okay, that, you missed it. Like, in our house, it's the like, oh, look, uh, you know, an eagle. Or, oh, look, it's a tractor. Oh, look. And, like, everybody sees it but Ellis. And that, <laughs> that's not good. I'll just say that. That doesn't produce positive results. Well, you're doing a horrible job just trying to help your child in traffic. Wow. Oh, well. Hey, Biz and Teresa. I'm calling with a fail, although I don't know exactly if it's my fail or not, but it's a fail. I gave my baby a one of those wubbinubs. If you're not familiar with what a wubbinub is, it's basically a stuffy attached to a soother. And this stuffy happens to be a duck. And so my four-and-a-half-year-old has taken to calling it the baby's sucky ducky, which would not be so bad on its own, except that she also just has decided to rhyme all of the words. And now she walks around the house saying, where is Betty's sucky, sucky ducky? And I don't know how to correct it without also telling her that fucky is a bad word. So here I am just trying to redirect it by calling it something else and praying that it doesn't stick. Keep up the good work, guys. You're doing a good job. I am not. Bye. Is fucky a bad word? Fuck yes. Fucky? Maybe not. Maybe not. She's a genius rhymer. You've got that going for you. That is a skill. Everything else out the window. <laughs> Hi, this is Teresa. Um, this is a fail. <laughs> I think it would probably be safe to say that as a general rule, it's not a great idea to let a three-year-old play around with a sewing machine. But it wasn't turned on in my defense, and I had uh, all of my mask-making materials out on the table, and I was sitting right there with him, and I kind of figured, what's the worst that could happen? Well, I had some pipe cleaners um, to use for nose pieces, and he was playing with those, which seemed pretty harmless, but then he started sticking them in the cracks of the sewing machine, and he managed to lodge a couple of them so far inside that I could not reach them. So then I had to basically completely take the machine apart in order to retrieve them. So I'm doing a terrible job. Um, but fortunately, everything's okay. <laughs> you guys are doing a great job. Bye. Oh, boy. That story could have gone a lot of different directions. <laughs> On your fail scale. <laughs> That could have gone from pipe cleaners in the sewing machine to something something much worse. As a person who sews, I've done many things to myself with a sewing machine that I'm not proud of and hurt. Wow. Well, there you go. How dare you try and sit even quietly with your child, even for a moment, and let them explore. Stop letting your children explore, everybody, right this minute. Now, let us relax and listen to one last 
failure. Hi, this is a fail. Um, today I decided to take a shower and leave my almost six-year-olds unattended for just a few minutes while I took a shower. I figured they were old enough and responsible enough to watch TV while I did this. Um, anyway, after the shower, I called them upstairs so I could get them or I could help them get dressed and everything. And my daughter's hair looked a little bit different. So I said to her, oh, did you put it back in the ponytail? And she goes, no, it's short now. She had cut it and it is very short, um, except for the back. So it's, um, kind of like a Joe Dirt mullet. Um, and everything is closed. So we can't go get it fixed. So, um, she's just going to have a mullet for a little bit. Anyway, uh, thanks for the show. You guys are doing a great job. Yeah, COVID hair. Don't care. That's what that child is saying. Woo, a little Joe Dirt in your house. A little mullet cut. Hell, darling. <laughs> I'm so sorry. First of all, yes, your six-year-olds can watch a TV show while you take a shower. That is true. Where the fail is is that you thought you could just do anything. Right? I mean, it is just that, like, that you thought you could have a shower for you. You had a shower, but there was no reward for doing it. So, yeah. How dare you take a shower? And how dare you have scissors in your house for your children to express themselves creatively with? Tisk, tisk. <laughs> You're doing a horrible job. In fact, we're all doing a horrible job while trying to survive all of this sheltering in place. I will go back to the mom who said, because COVID, because <laughs> pandemic, because we're here, because coronavirus, you're all doing great. And when we come back, we're going to wrap up. As the world's largest online destination for finding and managing family care, Care.com helps millions of families find high-quality care for their children, aging loved ones, home, and pets. There is a lot on our plates, guys. <laughs> if you need an extra hand so you can get back to work, Care.com can help you find reliable sitters and nannies to help make workdays a little easier. With tools and information to guide families through the hiring process, reviews, background checks, Care.com provides a platform for finding all kinds of family care services from child care to senior care, errands, housekeeping, and pet care. Care.com can even help with all your household employer obligations, including payroll and taxes with Care.com HomePay. To save 30% off a Care.com premium membership, Visit care.com slash badmother or use promo code badmother.
Hey, I'm Janet Farney, host of the JV Club podcast. Ah, oh, high school. Was it a time of adventure, romance, and discovery? Class of 95, we did it! Or a time of angst, disappointment, and confusion. We're all tied together by four years of trauma at this place, but enjoy adulthood, I guess. The truth is, it was both. So join me on the JV Club podcast where I invite some great friends like Kristen Bell, Angela Kinsey, Oscar Nunez, Neil Patrick Harris, and Keegan-Michael Key to talk about high school, the good, the bad, and everything in between. My teenage mood swings are getting harder to manage. The JV Club. Find it on Maximum Fun. Judge Don Hodgman won a Webby in the comedy podcast category. After 10 years of production, Judge John Hodgman has finally won the Susan Lucci of the Webbies. What is Judge John Hodgman? Comedy writer and television personality John Hodgman settles disputes between friends, family, co-workers, partners, and more. Is Machine Gun a robot? Should a grown adult tell his parents about his tattoos? Should a family be compelled to wear matching outfits on vacation? Listen to Judge John Hodgman to find out the answers to these age-old disputes and more. If you haven't listened to Judge John Hodgman, now is a great time to start. Judge John Hodgman is available on MaximumFun.org and wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, we're back. Guys, this has been an amazing, genius, fail spectacular. And now it is time for the plus rants. Let's listen to a mom have a breakdown. This is uh, what I'm assuming is the 475th rant that you've received of the day by 9 a.m. Oh, God, I just am, I'm really starting to lose it. I've been doing so well this last eight weeks that we've been cooped up, and I'm just really starting to lose it um, from my sweet, precious baby, four-year-old, only child, who will not stop begging me to play with her. From the moment I'm not even awake in the morning until the moment she goes to bed. I love her to death and I love to play with her, but there are things that have to be done in my life that preclude playing with her, including going to the bathroom and including feeding the cats and dogs. And if I cannot start and conclude those tasks in the span of 15 seconds, she asks me again, Mommy. Will you play with me? And then another 15 seconds elapsed. Mommy, will you play with me? Until I just can't take it anymore. I just, oh my God, I'm losing my mind. Because the worst part is just that it makes me feel not just like the worst parent to have to say no to these requests every 15 seconds, but also like a cumulatively worse and worse parent every single time I have to say no to these requests because I just, oh, it's such a simple request. I would love to play with you. There's nothing more I'd love to do than play with you. But there are things that I have to freaking do, and I cannot just drop everything all the time and play the same Barbie game again and again and again that I'm constantly playing wrong. I don't do it right, guys. I can't play right, so that's fun, too. Um, So, yeah, I'm just really having a breakdown right now um and so god i just so appreciate you giving us this hotline so that i can call and rant 
Thank you so much. Um, take care. Love you guys. Bye. First of all, you are doing a very good job. Even in like the most normal of times when we are not in a locked down shelter in place, can't go anywhere, like can't mix it up. That play with me, play with me, play with me is really hard. I mean, that is like four, it just sucks. It's like three and four-year-olds and five-year-olds and hey, I got a six-year-old and that's all I get too. And it's aggravating because you don't do it right. I am right there with you. You are not alone in the fact that you're not playing correctly. And it it always makes me want to say, you know what? I don't want to play with you if you're going to tell me that I am doing it wrong every time. Playing is about like sharing ideas, right? But trust me, it would not come out sounding that rational when I have been in that situation. But like I have I have been in the situation where I have said, this is no fun. I'm not having a good time because you keep, you know, yelling at me or telling me I'm doing it wrong. I'm just trying to play. I, you know, I... I know that there are probably websites and books that have better language to use to say no to our kids when they're like this, but none of that takes away the guilt, the feeling of guilt, the exhaustion of the question, like just being asked that over and over. It's just like being poked all day or, you know, having somebody sitting on you all day. It is the constant interruption takes a toll. And when you get to that place of can't I even have 15 seconds to feed the pets? Like that, it's so dehumanizing. It's like so like stripping of yourself, right? Like it, it's hard. I get it. You know what? I'll be 100% honest. I don't want to play. <laughs> Very specific ideas of what I like to do for play. Um, neither of those things are the things my kids liked to do at that age. And, uh, you know, I, my idea of fun, that would not be my idea of fun, uh, you know. And so I, it's very kind of you to say that you would really like to play, but it's all right if you also don't want to fucking play, you know. <laughs> my mother always tells this story of going to the pediatrician with my sister when she was about four years old, three or four and the doctor saying, well, is there anything else that you need to ask me? And mama <laughs> bursts into tears and says, I don't want to play Winnie the Pooh. Sometimes I want to play something else. <laughs> so, you know, I, I just want to say you're not alone. That is an incredibly valid feeling. Uh, and I am so, I see you, I see you with that. You're doing an amazing job. You really are. Let's listen to one other rant. Hey, One Bad Mother, this is a rant. It's Mother's Day, and I just dropped my husband off at the airport. And he's going to be gone for two weeks. And it's going to be just me and my toddler at home. 
for the next two weeks. And I'm feeling a lot of things. Mostly just grief. I'm just really, really sad that his job is forcing him to leave, especially on Mother's Day and in the middle of a pandemic. <sighs> and this is going to be really hard. And I know I can do it. Like, I know it's, it's going to work out. It's going to be okay. There are a lot of people who have it a lot worse than me today. But this still really sucks. And I'm just really sad. And I feel like I can't talk about it to anyone because nobody wants to hear me cry on Mother's Day. And I don't want to bring everyone else down. And I don't want people to feel sorry for me or anything. Like, again, there's so many people who have it so much worse today. But that doesn't change the fact that this sucks. Oh, and I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this next two weeks. My daughter is so sweet. And really such a good baby. But she just... She's a toddler, she's walking, she's climbing, she's into everything. And my husband's been working off from home for the past six weeks, so I've been really spoiled and really used to him helping me out and putting her to bed and letting me have a rest during the day. And I'm just, it's not going to be that anymore. It's just going to be the two of us at home constantly. I'm just really sad. But I appreciate you guys having a space that I can call and let this out before I have to talk to people today. And hopefully I'll hold it together. And thank you. Okay. You guys are doing a great job. Bye. If there's one place you can go to cry on Mother's Day, it is the One Bad Mother Hotline. <laughs> you are doing a really good job. I am going to preface this with what we always say, which is we start from a place of assuming we understand that there are situations that are worse than ours, and there are situations that are better than ours. That is a given. And it does not mean that you are not allowed to have the feeling experiences that you are having. It, yeah, it fucking sucks on Mother's Day <laughs> to have your partner have to travel and leave, add that it's a pandemic. I like, yeah, grief is the right word for what you're dealing with. It That is really, really hard. You are right to feel sad. You are right to feel frustrated and angry. And you are right to feel scared. Those are really valid. And there is like, ah, having to be alone with your child. <laughs> For the first time for two weeks uh, is terrifying. It is scary. 
Yes. Yes, you are going to do great. You are going to be awesome. You even said it. You know that you have got this. Again, knowing that you have got this can live in the same place as not wanting it to happen. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Yeah, no, no, you don't want to do this. It's okay. It is okay to not want to do it. We see you. You are doing a great job. In fact, you are already halfway through this. We are playing this well after Mother's Day. In fact, uh, you might already be done by the time this airs. And you are amazing. And you're doing an amazing job. Well, guys... What did we learn on the 13th ever Genius Fails Spectacular Plus Rants? I think we learned what we always learn. We are killing it. We're doing great things out there, uh, helping ourselves to get through this. And that things that we deem as failures really aren't. <laughs> they really, we're, we're probably not ruining our children's lives, okay? We're, we're okay. We're all doing all right. And we're all failing. So the idea that we are the only ones is uh, moot. That is, <laughs> just ignore that. That is not a fact. Uh, we also learned that this is hard and we're all doing a really good job. Guys, you're doing such a good job, okay? And we will talk to you next week. And Teresa, you are doing a very good job. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, our producer, Hannah Smith, our husbands, Stephen Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org slash OneBadMother. For information about live shows, our book, and press, please check out OneBadMotherPodcast.com. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. Well, daddy, baby, fussing by, got low down mama blue. Oh, said daddy, baby, fussing by, got low down mama blue. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.